This is the World of Raw Podcast. And now your host, standing at 6'4", 225 pounds, from Alice, Texas, Roel Santos! All right, sit back, relax, and crank up your volume to the highest level because it's now time for the World of Row podcast. I'm your host. My name is Roel Santos. People like to call me dude, friend, pal, guy. You can call me Roel. That's fine. Or Row. Um... I am a podcaster, I am a friend, I'm a lover of music and uh, a gym goer, a workout guru, not really, but I'm also a loving husband and wonderful father to my two wonderful kids and my beautiful wife, and this is my podcast, guys, welcome to the show. This podcast is available here every single Friday on iTunes, if I'm not lazy, sometimes it's available on Monday. Uh, (laughs) You can subscribe to it, you can rate it, and you can review it. If you haven't done so yet, please do so because um, I would really, really like it if you did because it helps the algorithm. It keeps me on the what's hot on iTunes. It makes makes me a, a man of worthiness. My face, when you see it on iTunes, you can say, hey, that's my buddy, Roel. You can go check it out on the personal journals, actually, if you're on iTunes on your laptop. If you have a Mac, you can actually see uh, when you click on that personal journal link right underneath my name or underneath the face of my podcast, you can actually see me there. I am still there. I actually checked this morning. So uh, thank you for the support. You can also go to the Patreon page if you want to donate monetarily to the podcast, although I'm not pushing you to do that. If you can, please. If you can't, it's okay. I would really love for you to give back by writing a review on iTunes. I would really do. I would really, I would really do. I would really appreciate it. Now, so far, I don't think you can do reviews on Google Play, but if you can miraculously figure that out, that would be great. I haven't really checked my phone on Google Play in the last year or so. I should probably go check my podcast out on there, see if I'm making any progress or if anybody listens to it. I don't know. A lot of you I know have iPhones, so I figured maybe you're listening to an iPhone. But anyway, guys, 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 what is happening? What is going on? It is Monday. And um, I've recorded, this is like the third podcast I record that I haven't put out. And it's just me ranting and talking and socializing with myself and yourself. And I haven't been able to put it out. I mean, it's not because it's not, I don't want to. It's just a matter of getting to it. And lately it's just been like time crunch. Everything. Days are going by fast. My days off go by faster. Um, Yeah. You know, and just so much stuff going on. I think it's just life being being awesome, as awesome as it is. It just kind of, you know, slowly takes up a lot of your time and you kind of get caught up in whatever it is. But it's good. It's good. You know, I, I've, I've spent a lot of time thinking and talking. I try to find stuff that I want to discuss and talk about. And, I mean, we're not going to get political. At least I hope I'm not because I, I've kind of beat that dead horse i beat that with a with a broomstick or no i've beaten that with a hammer i think i've already done that i think i've already said what i've had to say you know right now are are the world's country or the world is in all kinds of uh disarray weather-wise hurricanes and and uh, earthquakes and my thoughts and prayers go out to everybody who was affected by these things these natural disasters and it's kind of scary Everyone's having like this day after tomorrow moment, and sometimes this talk of uh, 
climate change you know is it real or is it fake is are we you know i don't know where you stand on it and how you feel about it but or you know the government's causing this weather i've re- i've heard that and there's like conspiracy theories behind that and it's just like come on people really i don't know i mean i'm just glad that my family's safe everybody in our family is safe and those who those who are out there i hope you're well and i hope that you're recovering city of houston and rockport texas and uh Port Aransas, they've all been hit pretty badly with the last hurricane that came through Texas, and right now Florida's getting it pretty bad. Uh, my thoughts and prayers are with you. Uh, you know, uh, this week so far has been pretty interesting. I've been very productive, very productive. Uh, Sunday was a very long day. I went to go and visit God for an hour, gave him my time because I feel like he's uh, he's been giving me a lot so i gotta i gotta give him some you know i'm not gonna get into a religious talk and your religious beliefs are yours and i have mine but it was a, it was a good day yesterday I had a very great day and uh worked out and, I, and that's the thing you know i say i'm a consistent gym goer i try to go three times a week you know uh, one week i went five days and that was just like wow i haven't i've never done that in my lifetime and i'm at a point now physically where i'm just like i'm impressed and eating right and I have to thank my wife for a lot of this stuff because she's the one who's uh as I mentioned before she's prepped the meals she makes the shakes and she does everything like I wouldn't I wouldn't be you know I wouldn't be where I am without my wife but in life in general she's my best friend she's the better half she takes care of things she does everything I mean she does a lot she does almost everything for for me and I I love her for that and I try to do my hardest for her to make sure she has everything done or needed everything she needs i try to help with the kids whatever you know talking about family time the last couple episodes ago i spending time with them is important with your wife and your kids if you have them try to make time for them but we're heading into the best time of the year it's the latter part of the year september october november december and the gets the weather supposed to cool down and i'm looking right now and i see that it's 92 degrees outside in texas and i'm just glad it's not 102 yeah you know i i haven't had you know uh, another thing is i haven't had a a beverage of alcohol in over a month isn't that crazy i have i mean i only drink usually when i'm hanging out with my buddy carlos and i have not had a beer in over a month i'm impressed or when my dad's in town, we drink. But it's it's been that's helped help the diet. Help, I mean, well, it's helped the lifestyle change. Don't want to call it a diet. Let's get away from that word. That's what I've learned so far. Not to call it a diet. Oh, and then you know, today being September 11th, of course, it's the 16-year anniversary of 9/11, and it still blows my mind that that stuff has happened. And it's and what's crazier is that it was 16 years ago, and I remember as a young. 19 whippersnapper people freaking out about what was going on and and you kind of didn't want to and they think that it was something evil and something bad and turns out it was something bad and it led to other bad things but it was a crazy day and i remember people freaking out about gas and that's a, a how ironic we can talk about that again but I'll get into that in a second, but I remember people in T- Alice, Texas saying, oh, you got to pump gas because we're going to run out of gas, and, and I just didn't understand it, so 
I remember pumping gas when it was a whopping a dollar fifty, dollar forty maybe back then, compared to the two dollars and forty nine cents it is now. I'm complaining, right? But then back in 2007, 2008, gas was over three dollars. <laughs> Those were some rough times back then. And I was driving a truck, so I wasn't going anywhere. It took like sixty bucks to fill up my truck. I wasn't doing that shit. People were like, "How many miles did you put on your truck this year?" Oh, probably like six thousand, maybe five. Wow, why so little? Because I didn't go anywhere. Was I going to drive? It was just to and from work. That was it. Maybe a couple of trips to Corpus or San Antonio. Very, very little. Um, but, and then, you know, it was just a scary time. 9-11 was so scary. I, just watching that stuff. And even to this day when you watch it, it just still freaks you out. And it's for all the people that have lost. And <clears throat> first responders and the Port Authority and the... NYFD and NYPD and everybody out there, brave heroes that tried to rescue people that were trapped. And some of them made it out, not a lot, but a lot of them didn't make it. So prayers to all of you. Today on this uh, very special day, I mean, well, this very, it's not, I mean, it is a special day because you're remembering people, but it's not, it's kind of a sad day. You don't really want to talk about it much. Um... Speaking of gas, going back to this gas thing. <clears throat> so here in San Antonio, somebody on social media, this is why social media can be bad, spread a rumor that there was a gas shortage, gas shortage happening. So everybody freaks out, starts going ballistic, and then there are people are getting gas by the gallons and they're bringing their little tub things and puts people like me who don't put gas, who wasn't freak, who weren't freaking out and had filled up their car with gas, put me in a bind for maybe two or three days when I was running low on gas, but I was able to make it. Oh. So see, social media could be either a good thing or a hindrance. And that time it was a very big hindrance. Lately, it seems to be more like a hindrance, especially when people read their news off of social media, like Facebook. I mean, come on, guys, that's not that's not the place for news. You got to go to your news outlets or maybe read the paper. But it was It was crazy. It was crazy. Like even today I had to put gas in one gas station actually ran out of gas. You know, and, and, and there was no need for for there to be a panic. And people panicked and it and it caused even more of an uproar and and the mayor here in San Antonio continuously kept saying there is not a gas shortage. Please pump your gas like normal. Don't over pump your gas because you put people in a bind by doing that. But did people listen? No, no, they didn't listen. They uh put people in a bind and I was one of those people. But we got through it. We're over it, hopefully. And it doesn't happen again. Yeah. That's life in the big city. My dad, when he comes into town, he's like, I can't. He's like, it just amazes me how you know your way around and you don't freak out or anything like that. I mean, I've been living here, crazy as this sounds. I mean, I've been here five years and I never thought I would know my way around San Antonio like the way I do. But it's it's not that bad. I mean, it's, it's San Antonio is like a small... It's a big city, but like with a small town feel to it, if that makes any sense. People think that San Antonio is like this really huge market. We, I mean, it's not, but it's a nice city. Some people are divided racially and politi- politic- politically, but I think that that's kind of everywhere. There's parts where it feels like it's segregated too. But I think you have that everywhere too. In the bigger cities, you know, like Chicago, L.A., New York. <clears throat> yeah. 
Never been to Chicago, New York. I have been to L.A. It's a pretty big city. I think I nerded out one time when oh, when we went to L.A. at one moment because I thought we were on the freeway where O.J. was uh was being was doing his little chase thing, which I watched that documentary so many times over. O.J. Made in America, such a great documentary, a great five part documentary. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. I would I would like for you to listen to watch it and tell me what you think. Although you're probably not going to be able to find it anywhere, you might have to purchase it. Like me, I purchased it on iTunes. It's a great it's a great documentary. Um And you know, at home spending time with family. Man, my daughter. She's just talking a lot. For those of you who have kids, when they reach three years old, did your did your kids turn into like a not so much a blabbermouth, but just like talking like intelligently with words and putting words together? Did did your kids do that? Amelia's doing that, and I'm just like whoa, she says things, and I'm like, oh man, how do you know this stuff? And and I know it's only going to get funnier as we as she gets older. And my my sister tells me this all the time with my niece. She's like, we have these. We funny grown up conversations, and I'm like, wait a minute, am I who am I talking to again? And <laughs> it's 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 crazy. And uh, she's entertaining. She keeps us entertained. And this past weekend, we went to a friend's son, my friend's son's birthday party. That was nice. Anytime we can get Amelia out and to go play and have fun at a party, it, it's always well worth it. And she had a lot of fun. The good thing about that is that she actually went to bed really early that night, so that good on on all of us was able to keep we were able to put jude to sleep and jude's jude's doing really good you know he's sleeping maybe five or six hours a, a night non-stop before he actually wakes up for his uh before he gets hungry and <laughs> he's funny too yeah, and being being a dad and I, I keep saying this all the time but i can't ever get over it i love being a dad i, I love the idea of knowing that i have kids and it's 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 a huge responsibility, right? Because you're you're kind you've got you're responsible for two you know whatever how many kids lives plus your spouse or your significant other. You you have a direct effect on on them and you have to take that seriously and I and I and I try to do my best. I try not to overthink about it because then I tend to stress out and about things and I don't like to stress. I don't know about you, but stress is no bueno. Keep me, keep us on our toes. Keep us, uh, keep us going. Throw us, throw us, throw, throw us for a loop. And my daughter does that uh, pretty frequently. Yeah. I don't know. Are you guys uh, really excited about football season? I'm more excited about basketball season. I mean, I'm excited about football. I mean, I enjoy it. I mean, I'm in Texas. That's like the, that's like the thing to do. Uh, I I I don't go to high school football games. Although I've I've always had an invitation to go with one of my friends, and I'm never off on Fridays. And uh, maybe one of these one of these games I'll get to go this season and check out some high school football. But being in San Antonio, there is a lot of uh, top tier talent that comes through here, or that's in high school here. So it it should be exciting to watch. I would think. Would you agree? Agree to disagree. But disagree to agree. I don't know what I'm saying, guys. Uh, I mean, 
I, I'm, I'm assuming that it's different in every country and or in every state. Friday Night Lights is a thing here in Texas. Uh, Texas football is a big deal. Uh, a new iPhone's coming out right in a couple of weeks, so I'm pretty sure I will be preoccupied with that work-wise, and uh, I won't go into details on where I work at or who I work for, but it'll be pretty busy with all the uh, with all the people wanting to get that new iPhone. See that it's been like I said, I'm like. I'm like an old man. I'm I'm, I'm getting tired early. It's like it's four thirty right now, and I want to go to bed and take a I want to take a nap or something. I'm pause. I'm not talking much because I these cars are passing by me. I always get kind of weirded out by that. Like when people pass me, they're like, "Why does this guy have a microphone? And what's he doing?" So the idea of podcasting in a car works for a number of things, and I'm going to tell you them. And I'm in the parking lot at, a, my, at my local HEB, and I'm trying not to uh, show that I'm on a microphone, and I'm trying to dr- park as far away from people as possible. But this local HEB, there's a ton of people around here. But I got this idea because I think I heard Mark Marin do it on one of his podcasts, and he was talk he was doing a podcast with a with a guest, and they're talking in his car and they're driving. So that's where I got the idea. But it gives me. Sometimes I can't be this intimate at home because, one, I got my kids and my wife, right? I mean, I, I try to spend as much time with them with no interruptions. But it's kind of hard to do that when, when you have them, you know, when everyone's around. You can't be intimate. You get all the noise feedback and stuff. And and I want to get this as intimate as possible. You probably hear the air condition on, I'm assuming, and again, as I get, as I just got cut off, I'm giving you a play-by-play here. I sound like, like I work for a local radio station in terms of uh, traffic. Now is at 93 degrees. Anyway, so I'm parked far away now in this parking lot at HEB. Uh, I'm gonna pick up a couple of things, maybe a snack. Yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying to eat good snacks. And, yeah. What's your take on everything? Like, how do you feel? Like, how do you get through your days? Do you uh, do you look forward to every single day? Have you ever just, when you woke up, you just said, oh, thank God, another day? Do you say that? Do you just kind of go through life and you don't think about it and stop and reflect and say, you know what, I, at any point in time, this can all be taken away from me. The other day, I had this strange dream, and I woke up freaking out. And I and I thought it, I mean those dreams that you have they they feel so real that that you wake up scared. Have you done man? I man, that's happened to me at least six or seven times in like the last seven months. I hate, I hate having those dreams. It's like Inception. I want to get the little thing and spin it, and make sure I'm like and it stops. I want to make sure I'm not in my dream world. That's what that's what it, it's felt like for me. And yeah, it's funny to bring this up this morning. I uh, I went to bed early yesterday, but I woke up early because uh, my son woke up, so I'm, I'm making him his bottle. And I was in the middle of this dream, and I my buddy, Will Taylor, I used to work with him at, at Sam Goody a long time ago. We were both into really – I was already really into music, but he got me into this other side of music. Like he's the one who – really got me into Radiohead. He got me into the Beatles. He got me into the Doors because we would listen to these albums at work. And I had a dream, and I haven't told him this yet. Maybe if he's listening, you'll you'll like this, Will. But I had a dream that we made a band, 
that we were in a band and you played the guitar and I was playing the drums or the bass or something. And weirdly enough, Paul Rudd was like in the dream and he was in the band. It was so weird. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was. Uh, so I woke up and I'm like, that was so weird. And I'm like, I text Paul. like at 5 a.m. I'm going to text this guy. It's like, no, I'm not going to do that. It's too early. He's probably asleep. So anyway, I flip on the TV because my son's awake and I'm feeding him his bottle and I'm, I'm like finding something to watch. I'm trying not to turn on the lights so so that way he doesn't fully wake up. So that way once he has his bottle, you know you know how it goes. You want the kid to go back. You want your baby to go back to sleep. And and I flip it on HBO and lo and behold, they're showing the doors. I was like, wow, this is so weird, man. So weird because the doors was, like I said, Will got me into the doors. And I'm having a dream about Will and we're playing in a band. And we're like, what the hell? Will? <laughs> I got to let, I got to see if he's okay. So anyway, oh man, that movie is is weird, and I know uh, some of the band members have said that it's not as accurate as Oliver Stone portrayed, but that's Oliver Stone. He's always been a little bit controversial. But he, you know, uh, Doors, I know uh, some people my age, the Doors will probably not like them, but my my dad loves them, and every time he, he comes over, we always play Light My Fire, but there's other songs that I like besides Light My Fire or I know he likes Riders on the Storm and Break on Through, and I like some other songs like Five to One, Roadhouse Blues, and Love Me Two Times, and some of those other ones. I mean, Waiting for the Sun is an amazing album if you haven't uh, if you haven't listened to it. It's a great album from first track to the end, and uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna listen to that now when I'm cruising around in H E B getting my son's baby formula. Yeah, and you know, it's funny. I was just leaving work and uh, I had a really cool conversation with a guy that I was helping about music. And we talked 15 minutes of nothing but music, and it's always cool to hear to hear what people's take on on different bands and what they think of different bands or what they like about this music and the broad range of music that some people may like. I like to hear about that stuff. And so we're talking and he's telling me about you know, bands like from Two Life Crew to Garth Brooks and all these concerts he's been to. I'm just like, man, that's impressive. And I started thinking, I'm like, well, I've seen Eagle Eye Cherry. I've seen L.O. Cool J. I've seen Jane's Addiction. I've seen Coldplay. I've seen STP. I mean, I've got a pretty good broad range of bands. I've never seen country music, but I think that that's still pretty cool. I've seen Better Than Ezra. That's cool. So I've seen some Tejano bands because I am Hispanic. So Tejano is kind of like my thing. Sometimes I got to be in this weird mood for it. I don't know. I, I've always considered my, myself like a rock and roll dude. And my dad got me into rock and roll when I was a kid with Santana and all these other bands. Uh, growing up back in the day, if you're in your 30s, you watched MTV and MTV just aired nothing but music videos. And you could see some cool music videos back then. And you got into all kinds of music because they had a broad range of different you know, stuff on MTV and MTV. It wasn't like the 50, 60 different reality shows that they have now on there. I don't know. It just, I mean, I do know, but I just, man, it made you appreciate the music more. And when I worked at a music store, I used to say, well, you could tell a lot by somebody, by what kind of CD they bought or what kind of music they like. And I used to think that. I used to tell people that. That used to be like my little... My little shtick. 
And I'm like, oh, that's, that was so stupid. When I look back on it now, I'm like, oh, 21 years old, and I think I know everything about music. I didn't know shit about music. But it's funny. When you ha- I have these debates with people, and we start talking about movies and music, I'm like, no, I know everything there is to know about music. Whatever you're saying is wrong. It's full of shit. Uh-huh. And there's, like, one person I work with that thinks they know more than me, and it, it drives me nuts. So I have to, like, beat, her, beat he or she to the punch with IMDb stuff or whatever. That's like my thing. That was like my passion. You know, I worked in it for four years. That was like the funnest job I ever had working at Sam Goody. And then, I, you know, I was like a, uh, at the time, unprecedented young store manager at 19 years old running a music store and responsible for, for people's lives. And I think that that was like the like hiring people and helping them make money and, you know, having to fire. I only had to fire one person. I won't mention who I did fire, but... It was it was almost like wow like this leadership thing and I credit my mom and my dad for that because we're not my mom and dad aren't leaders or I mean they're not followers they're leaders and they they have an amazing work ethic and this presence to themselves and I think that we all the kids got that type of behavior and instilled it in in all of us to kind of drive drive home and or drive it home and be kind of like a hardworking son of a gun <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm kind of delirious. I don't know. I had my lunch and it kind of made me sleepy. But, yeah. Yeah. This podcast is turning out a lot better than I thought it would. The other two were kind of like, hey. Maybe I'll I'll put I'll put them out. I think I'll put this one out. I'll put another one out. So I'm already on episode 80 or 81 now. And it's, the podcast has, has done some great things. And it's still been a lot of fun. I would love to spend more time interviewing people and getting guests and I'm and I'm working on a couple right now and I think one of them is going to be in person. I'm not going to say who it is, so you're just going to have to wait and see. But I would love to have more guests, people that I grew up with and uh my dad when he was in town was talking to me about this local DJ in from Alice, Texas. And I'm going to try to get him on, or not DJ, but like a radio personality and I would love to hear his story and his take on radio and how things are. And we and I actually did talk to him before my dad did his show, so we'll see how that turns out. I would love to hear it. I would I would like to be on the radio, right, to talk to these personalities that are out there. It's all about growth, growth, and maybe monetarily making making this something, so I don't ever have to work again. <laughs> I mean, I'm working from home, but yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of people here at this HEB. For 4.38 on a Monday afternoon. It's cool. Man, yeah, so... I can't believe my... It's already been three and a half months since my son's been born. My wife's actually going back to work here next week. And I know it's like a little... It's very bittersweet because my wife has been off this whole time. And now she's going to be gone nine hours a day at work and not seeing her. I mean, I don't see her for nine or ten hours to begin with. But then... It's going to be the schedule, and she's going to see how... I mean, she's going to have to manage her time and figure things out. And it, it, it's hard with two kids, you know, having to take care of two kids. Thankfully, you know, my mom is coming to help out with us and uh, get acquainted with the kiddos and have fun with the kiddos. It's going to be an exciting time. This fall seems to be very exciting. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it, guys. Well, I think that's all I'm going to talk about today. I mean, I really didn't talk about much, but I, I will tell you this, that 
I have taken into the things that I've said about family time and managing my time. I've really factored that in between going to the gym, working almost 50 to 52 hours a week and and trying to do a podcast and trying to handle two kids and spend time with the family when I can has been pretty damn good. It's only going to get better too. But if you guys have something you want to add or share, please email me at roelsjrgmail.com. Let me know how you handle it. Or let me know what you what type of music you like or what did you grow up on. I'm a little bit of an old soul. I've been thinking about buying like a record player just to have some vinyl. Vinyls are making a comeback, but they're freaking expensive. Yeah. I don't know. That's a, like a hobby. Maybe I'll make that a hobby. I told my wife. <laughs> I told her I wanted to buy an espresso machine, and she looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> she was not crazy, but she's like, why do you want one? I go, I don't know. Boris Dio has an espresso machine. I want one like him. <laughs> But I like vinyl. I think I want to do vinyl. Babe, if you're listening to this, let's get some vinyls. Vinyl records. Anyway, guys, Twitter and Instagram, at Roel Santos Jr. You can follow me on my Facebook page at facebook.com slash road. Give it a like. And again, guys, if you can, write a review on iTunes. I would really, really appreciate that. That's the best way you can donate to my podcast. I don't want money. I want you to write reviews. Give me that algorithm. Let people at Midroll know you love me. Tell them that I'm amazing. Tell Dan Franks. No, I'm kidding. Dan's a friend of mine. I mean, he's a friend of mine, but I was just kidding. I got a long way to go for that, but I, I want to get there. But I need your help, so write reviews, please. I want to get like a 1,000 this year. I'm only at 56. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, you have a great week, and, and you've been listening to The Wall of Row. Stay tuned as The Wall of Row turns. Peace, everyone.